we're going to be uh, reviewing The Uncanny off of VHS tape. You assholes can't find it anywhere. <laughs> what if they made an anthology movie all about feet? Fuck that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that noise. Imagine that in 3D, too. Oh, God. Melovision or something. Spoiler alert. It's the Trash Men. I warned you! There is no shortage of monsters to haunt our dreams. Like the creature from the Black Lagoon, deadly aliens from outer space, giant ants, man-eating sharks, and bloodthirsty grizzly bears. But the most fiendish, the most fascinating, the most terrifying creature of all may be waiting for you round the next corner. Or living right in your own home. Years ago, people used to believe a cat was the devil in disguise. I'm beginning to think they were right. There are millions of them everywhere, spying on us, watching, waiting. When will they pounce? All right, so the uncanny. Craig, why don't you tell us yeah. a little bit about it? Transferred from my uh, VHS tape. Nice. Nice. And that's the only way um, that's that's the only way that this is available, right? Because I don't think it's on DVD or Blu-ray. Yeah. As far as I know, um, last time I looked, it still hadn't even been released. In... Well, I, I had originally thought that this was from England, but it is Canadian. Well, the cast is largely... Yeah, there's a lot of uh, British character actors in it. Um, well, it's almost all British character actors. Um, it was produced by Milton Zabotsky. I'm pronouncing that right. He was half of uh, the Amicus pair. Mm. And he moved to Canada at some point. And he produced this. Two, he did two anthologies in Canada. This and Monster Squad. <laughs> Not Monster Squad, Monster Club. I was going to say Monster Squad. <laughs> I, was like, I think he said that wrong, I'm going to let him go of that. No. Okay, that makes more sense, yeah. Monster Club makes sense. fucking tired. That, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, it was produced by uh, Milton Sabosky and two uh, producers with some pretty good cred. Um, I'm going to butcher their names because they're uh, French-Canadian. Mm-hmm. Um, Claude Heroux, uh, who produced Scanners, Videodrome, and The Brood. Mm. That's quality right and, there. And uh, Rene Dupont, who produced Murder by Decree and A Christmas Story. Oh, little Bob Clark action there. Yeah. Um, and the director also directed Naked Massacre. Do you really wish to leave your bequest to your nephew as it stands, Miss Malkin? In your original will, he was a sole heir. Quite sure. Michael has squandered a considerable amount of my money already. And I have received remarkably little gratitude from him in return. No, Mr. Wallace. My money must go to the only ones who have been loyal to me all these years. To my own little family. 
I really enjoyed it, you guys. I actually, uh, I think I liked it more than you guys. I, I don't. I got a kick out of it. I like I said at the beginning. I can't be completely dismissive of anything because it's just complete nostalgia for me. I feel like I'm going to be the wet blanket on this one, and I'm never the wet blanket. On, you on, never are. I'm pulling a Jimbo on this one. Yeah, and, and it's and it's I'm not and, Jimbo. And I like and I like anthologies, um, but you know, I'm I'm feeling a bit more critical. Uh, I I don't hate it as much as is you know Travis would. Um, he he'd give this thing like one can where, where i'm not that bad you know I'll, I'll i'll give travis this i think he would i don't think he'd go one can he would enjoy donald pleasant screaming and flipping out that's true He, he would enjoy maybe the ending of the second one with with the girl shrinking mm -hmm. and fighting a cat. She, 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 he might like that. He might get a kick out of the in the first episode where the cats are actually eating humans. I, I think he might enjoy that, but he'll probably go one and a half too if he was here. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen it before, and I I really got a kick out of it. Um, it definitely feels a little choppy, uh, especially all the endings were just abrupt. Well, but I kind of like that. It, Kind of made me laugh a little. The, I thought the end of the third one is definitely cut. Which one? The end of the Donald Pleasant segment. Definitely. Oh no, no question about it. No, yeah, of course. Hurting is such sweet sorrow. so melodramatic. Tone it down a little, would you love? Make it a little more realistic. Oh. But, um, it worked for me. All, I, I actually enjoyed all three stories. I I really liked it. Um, I thought parts of it were kind of creepy. Um, some of it was campy. Um, it was, it was silly. Um, but all the stories were fun. I was never really bored by all three of them. I, I enjoyed it, and like, there's there's actual genuine moments of, oh wow, that's that's creepy or that's that's you know, neat. And the third one is easily the best one, which for an anthology film, you always want to say the 
the third one is always you want to have the third one is the best one i think we we're all just waiting for donald pleasance to start screaming and, and swinging a battle axe <laughs> and, and it worked uh, i was happy with that one no, the third part is definitely the best section of the film. yeah it's it's all donald pleasance yeah, yes right. absolutely although samantha egger is pretty funny in that mm. part oh yeah she's good in it yeah but Pleasance, oh my god, he's great. Yeah, I the first two segments are pretty weak, I think. I think um, the, I, I I think they're all uh, I think they all suffer from the same thing. Uh, in, in my opinion, I think they all suffer from the same thing, and that is they have uh, all of them have these long setups that take forever to get to the final payoff. The fir- the first story, you know, the the best part's the the end, but. But without the ending, really, most of that is woman in a cupboard. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean it's woman well, in a cupboard. Sure. Also, I was actually interested in that. At least me, I thought it was interesting. I liked seeing that. You know what she's doing? You know, like she's stuck in this room. Bread. How else are you gonna know what's in there? She pulls out bread. Yeah. Pulls out the tin that says dead cat. <laughs> ah. Pulls out your pussy. I have to listen to those jokes in this whole fucking yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> What's weird is that that cast is just full of men who like to scream. And how many of them do? Although we don't get much John Vernon screaming. No. No John Vernon, no John Milland yelling at anybody. Nope. Oh, Ray, Ray Milland. Yeah, yeah. yeah Even, uh, Ray Milland, it just doesn't... He's not as pissed off either. Yeah, it's not. it doesn't seem like a 70s Ray Milland film. It's not angry at somebody. Precisely. There's a lot of shtick in the film. And that's what I loved. I loved it. Uh, I, not I, you know, I won't complain about shtick, right. especially when it's like Donald Pleasant doing Pratt Falls. Oh my god, that was hilarious! Yeah. Just, and it wasn't just once; it was a couple <laughs> times. <laughs> 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 At first, it's funny as hell. Then he does it again. It's like, oh god, it's Jack Death. It's here. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm really uh, surprised that this hasn't had a release. I am too. I I am too. Now, even if I'll, it's not the best of the anthology films, it's still got a hell of a cast. Yes, the era. Yeah, Amicus adjacent. I mean, so there's the there's a chance the uncanny could see the light of day on Blu-ray. I mean, between sure. Scorpion, Severin. Kino Lorber, I mean all those all those distributors. Yeah. Uh, I'm just have... surprised given the pedigree. Yeah, that, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, especially with the cast, you would you would think it'd be a no brainer for someone. So, right. unless it's just held up with, you know, some weird rights issue, or you know, there's there's that guy which that... is possibly that's got to be it because it's never even been on DVD. Mm-mm. So, 
Yeah, I would say it might be a rights thing. It's possible, or maybe the elements are gone. So for all our viewers out there, if you want to see Goddamn Uncanny, find the VHS tape. Yeah, yeah go to a VHS swap. <clears throat> yeah, good luck on that. I have no idea how expensive it is now. It wasn't when I bought it, but... Not that the Amicus films are really gory, but this feels really chopped up. And it feels really low budget. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're all low budget, but this... This is this is Peter Cushing phoning it in, and him phoning it in is is always decent. Too. Him phoning it in is better than, you know. Exactly. Eighty percent of most actors working their ass off. <laughs> we think we're the masters, and they're merely pests. But we're wrong. They're the masters, and someday. I would I would say the, um, for me the weakest thing about the, uh, the film Uncanny, I think is the wraparound the conclusion of the wraparound. I wasn't impressed with that, but I was already enjoying all the other ones, but I thought the conclusion was kind of like, eh? Yeah, it's... I mean, the cat hypnotizes Raymond. It doesn't... The way it's staged, it's not real clear. You can see... You can kind of... I mean, the print is off of VHS tape, so it looks like shit, but you, there, when he walks out of the kitchen holding the the milk there's a moment where he kind of snaps out of it and then he laughs mm-hmm. he's, he's completely forgotten about everything and he's just holding right. I still enjoyed it um, if it was um, three and a half hmm. yeah I would say three and a half okay I'm I'm a solid three on it well that's not that bad I thought you were no. going like no, 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 no. I, I'm that. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's. I'm not gonna like, be as bad as. Bad I'm not gonna be as Travis. Tra- Travis would come in and be like, like you said, one and a half. You're like, fuck that thing. You're right. Cats yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Fuck cats. There's no gore. There's no tits. <laughs> <laughs> Even a bad '70s anthology film is still entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm. I'm I agree on that. Yeah, I'm done. For fans of any anthology, I would say definitely seek out the Uncanny. Try to find it. It's it's worth a look. I think it's def it's definitely yeah, worth it's it. Smelling. Yeah, it's it, but it's near the bottom. Uh, you know, so at the same time, it's. I think there's a handful of 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 other ones that are more memorable and, and, and watch better. Monster Club first. Watch which one, Craig? Monster Club. Watch Monster Club first. Oh, you go with that one first? Okay. Well, <laughs> over this. I'm not ranking every single anthology. No, I know, I know. I'm just trying to think where I would start with. I don't know where I would start with, to be honest with you. I'm just saying out of the two Can- Canadian films by Sebastian. Oh, okay, yeah. I watch Monster Club. It's got a good cast. It's got a great soundtrack. And you can find it. Yeah, <laughs> you can actually find it. <laughs> and it d- definitely has a good soundtrack. If The Uncanny was released on Blu-ray, I would buy it. Um, yeah, I would. I wouldn't buy it if it was Shout Factory prices. <laughs> that no. I wouldn't do, but I would I would pay 15 bucks for it. I, I would definitely see it again. You know, it was kind of disappointing that, <laughs> that you didn't have more pussy jokes during The Uncanny. 
uh, Craig was getting offended. Yeah. So all hashtag me too doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, honestly, I started getting really into the movie. <laughs> so that's a good thing. Mm. That's when you know a movie is good when I stop making jokes about pussy. Ugh, smells like trash men media around here.